Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, June 26th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, kids, here we go. It's the Hockey Betting Podcast heading to the weekend, maybe heading closer to an announcement on Hub Cities. Uh, one thing we are heading towards, and that's the draft lottery tonight. we got to get a bigger budget. Brian Blessing and Cam Stewart, we should have the sound of ping pong balls bouncing <laughs> in the background. Should we? I, am I missing something? I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy, day, I'm happy we're day, on the I'm air. Just, Budgets? What are, you, what are you talking about? That's a hell of a Ping point. pong yeah. balls. Settle down, so, man. Let's no, just, no, uh, no, we got a show. No. Let's go. Yeah, you know, big day for a Sabres fan. Hey, it's draft lottery day. You know, let's do a barbecue and you know, have a pool party. My backyard's going to look like the Ozarks tonight. Hey, everybody, it's hey, the Sabres it's, a Buffalo, it's Buffalo Sabres draft party. Come on in. Take a dip. Come on in. All right, everybody. Y'all, y'all, all right. Okay, everybody. Uh, don't move. You're there. You got your flash card. <laughs> Bring your water wings. I wonder where Jack Eichel's watching this. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Probably in a hot tub with a chick. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Why do I care? Like, what do you what, think? Why do I care so much? <laughs> I don't know. You got problems, buddy. Well, well, so do I. By the way, I mean, yes. Senator's got to be the favorite, right? Just math, oh, yeah. like a simple yeah, math thing. Yeah. They got two and three and. Add that's a team up. we can say we joke all we want. That's a team that if they don't screw it up, like I know there's issues with Melnick, but in the next two to three years with the young guys like Thomas Shabbat's one of the best players in the league, like that's a team with young players that I'd be very, very scared of in a few years. Uh, I totally concur with that. Um, I think you find themselves a goalie, right? I mean, that's I mean, the thing. They've well, always got a problem with the goalie. Like they, they bring in Andrew Hammond, the Hamburglar. The, Greg Anderson's good, but he's getting long at the two. Wow. He's he, dealt with a lot of stuff in his life. Like I, I'm a big no, fan. Well, that was a wonderful season. That actually kind, of, you know, I mean, a great story. And I think his wife's doing well, and that's good. Yeah. But, but you're right. Good guy. I mean, good guy. Craig, Craig Anderson's social security number is 27. You just can't help yourself. No, I can't. You just can't help yourself. Craig Anderson's actually one of the nicest guys in the league. Well, I, yeah, well, all right, well, <laughs> I don't know. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. Not I know. Funny. Him, mine's no, no, nine. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, it's hey, all good. Hey, Moses yep. is coming to the draft party tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, Brian, like this Hub City stuff, it's like, get on with it. Like, I'm just reaching a point right now. It's like the announcement of the announcement of the announcement. It's like, guys, like you don't have to. Hey, hey everybody, live on stage! The the Hub City announcement. It's like, who cares? We don't uh, care where they're playing. Just play. Uh, okay, Vancouver, play. Vancouver's out, and I learned something before we went on the air, as we usually do. Yeah, the the, the best information and the best stuff is actually before we actually hit the record button. But true, I, I I learned something today, and this is I mean maybe more for 
our American listeners, uh, the Vancouver thing, apparently uh, Canada's got their own Dr. Fauci. Oh, yeah, this chick in BC, she's like Dr. Fauci times five. Like, things are going well there now. It's kind of like, you know, they fly the curve, and they don't want to see, hey, guys, you want to play some hockey? Nah, they couldn't care less about being a bubble city. They couldn't care less about the hub. They're out. Yeah, so uh, Mrs. Fauci in British Columbia, she's saying, get bent. Get out of my province. We don't need you. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, that would have been great. Instead, everybody, head on over to Hastings Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for, a sh- for a shot of gasoline and a needle. Well, the late pick three. I used, to work, I used to live there with my brother. He did construction. I remember we're walking down the street one day. There's like this like pretty hot chicken in like an alleyway. My brother turned. I go, wow. I go, that's pretty interesting. I, she's hit on rough time. He goes, listen, I don't want to be rude or anything, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how this story pans out in like a month. Same chick, no teeth. You know, just beat down 15 more years. I'm like, holy jeez, man. It's, uh, yeah, for all the people, Vancouver's beautiful, but uh, east of Hastings, uh, yeah, you better carry a jackknife, minimum. So Toronto. Just got out of there. Yeah, anyway, I don't know what's going on. Like, they, they've opened up uh, things. Like, I was going to go get a haircut, but the golf picks have been good, Brian. So, you know, my lady, she's a little bit different, superstitious. She's like, no, no, you can't cut that rug till you don't win a golf bet. So I'm going to give it the weekend for, for the rug to grow. Um, yeah, I don't know what, they're, what, what the hell is going on here with this stuff. They've opened it up. Patios are open, haircut places. But there seems to be some kind of, you know, roadblock. I, I have no idea. Well, like, apparently, so apparently Edmonton is all along. Been, I love Edmonton. Well, they they're, they got golf simulators and stuff. Like, what do these guys want? Well, I am the, the prime minister. Was it? Yeah, the the prime minister, I guess, of Alberta. Yes. Uh, no, I'd be the premier. Brian. The premier. Thank. Not yeah. thank. I was. I almost said premier. So yeah, the premier did. of Alberta puts together this sixty second video that's on social media for the NHL. Like, come on yeah. down. Like we and they're you know showing snow capped mountains. I'm going, hey kids, it's August. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you confused everybody. But when they talk about the the facilities there, amazing. But uh, our good buddy Dennis Bernstein was on my radio show yesterday from the fourth period dot com, and we're kicking the tires and the thing. And literally, it it sounded like Toronto's like there's a real serious push for this to be in Toronto. And I asked him. Now I've been there. He's talking about C and E Park, and I'm sitting there going, well, let's see. You know, some, uh, the, the stadium, I saw I saw uh, John Mellencamp, John Cougar at the time. <laughs> at the time, he was, at the, he was John Cougar. At the time, he was John Cougar. Yes. Uh, I saw you 2 I saw the Who there. In the oh, you're st- talking about the band shell the, the, there. The, 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 the baseball, yeah. no, the baseball stadium. And then the oh, band exhibition stadium, exhibition stadium, and then is it CNE Parker? What the hell they call? It? Yeah, it's just the CNE, it's, and then uh, the, uh, the national the best, exhibition. Yeah, it's, it's top five, one of the best concerts I ever saw outdoors in the park, where apparently they'd have all this activity and would be theirs. Saw the Guess Who reunion concert. Mm. 
Strong. Burton Cummings. Money. Design. Hey, Brian, Brian, Brian Blessing. Albert yeah, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. No, it's a great place to watch a venue. I almost died at the Neil Young Pearl Jam Soundgarden show. I like ran out of, out of gas as these guys, about thousands of people are pressing me up against a fence. I'm like, I tapped out and they like crowd surfed me to the side because I like literally stopped breathing. But anyway, it was a great show. Um, I'll tell you, no, I don't know what the, the, here's the thing about Toronto, Brian, they got the, the Marley's ice, the Rico center. Uh, my, close. That was going to be my question. I, I'm being an idiot. Talk about the concerts, but it's just, okay. You got the air Canada center. Yeah. But I, I guess my question is, you know, I've been down there a gazillion times, but like, I think you need, you need two game rinks and you need a boatload of ice. For they already practice. have three in the area. They have, but, they have, they have the Rico, but they it's have not the Rico. A, and they have the MasterCard Center where the Leafs practice, and they have the Air Canada Center. That's three. But it's and they not- have, in my neck of the woods, they have uh, the Hershey Center turned Paramount Center where the Ontario Hockey League Steelheads play. That's four. But it's not walking distance, right? I mean, no, I no, no actually, point. the Rico is. The Rico's walking distance. From Air, Air Canada? Canada yeah, it's a long walk. I'm going to say it's a long walk. Yeah. All right. I mean, no, isn't that the thing? I mean, you want these yeah. guys, uh, yeah. you know. I, I still kind of I kind of giggle at this thing. You know what the thing? How crazy this is, Brian. You know what actually makes sense and why they're taking so long? New York actually makes sense. They've had the numbers go down. You know, they got a million ice rinks out there. They have tons of hotels. I don't understand why they're taking so long. Actually, New York makes a lot of sense. Like they weren't even on the list. I don't know Who, I, exactly. It's, 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 the crazy <laughs> thing about I'm just I, throwing it out there. I don't know. Either. I know, but I'm honestly. I mean, I'm just sitting there going, you know, these guys, right? I mean. They're they're hockey players, you know. They're not choir boys, you know. No, they're guys, not. These guys know how to beat a curfew in Ottawa, you know, or or, or in Montreal. They want to go down to you know uh, hit a strip joint or, or go down to Crescent Street or go down to Stanley Street or whatever and go yeah. out. These guys know how, these guys are going to be cornered rats for how long? And I, I don't know. I mean, what are you doing? Are you putting ankle bracelets on all these guys? Well, I'll tell you one thing. It ain't, it, hockey doesn't have the th- the money that the NBA is doing. The NBA is hiring like local cops, state cops, former special ops. Did you read that story in the bubble so no one no. gets in? It was a, like, you know, hey, you want to leave the facility? Take your life in your hands. I know that's not going to happen, but you're right. These guys can sneak out. They can find things to do. And I guess that's why they're trying to put in the you know, movie theaters, the golf simulators, all the other. But here's the thing. I get, I get it. You want to do those things. You're going to be playing for a damn Stanley Cup. Like a lot, even if you're living at home, like just suck it up for a while, right? And not every team's going to be there for that many months. You lose, you're out. You go home, you can go see your wife, you can have sex, see your children, do all that stuff. It's not like a life commitment here. Everyone's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like you're playing for a Stanley Cup. Like I don't understand. Like even some of these guys are just like, it's not like your whole life. I get it. It's a little bit long, but don't you want to like, <laughs> anyway, it just drives, the whole thing's driving me nuts, Brian. That's all I'm saying. Well, we I think the, it's nuts. Well, we had the lightning. Like Friday was like a bad day, right? You had the, oh yeah, there the was lightning COVID. facility, right. Austin yep. Matthews. Yep. And then uh, you had the Phillies, a uh, bunch of college golfers. football teams, golfers starting to pull out. So I mean, this is you know we said listen, it's not if it's when. The the thing, the one thing that's that's odd and scary, and you know we've said this all along. I think we got to get moving on with this thing. The uh, the NFL uh, the one guy Micah Hyde from the Saber uh, from the Bills he said hey listen he said their hearts in the right place but pulling this thing off 
you know, this ain't no cupcake. And he said, no, you know, it's not. And you know what he said? He said, what they're worried about, and it made sense when you think about this, you know, a lot of these like defensive coaches or like line, offensive line coaches, defensive coaches, you can say the same thing in hockey. Some of these guys that are on the bench, you know, some of these coaches, they ain't no spring chickens. No, they're 60, 70 years old. A lot of, yeah, some of them are even older. And that's the thing. You saw that you saw the story with uh, Rick Bonus, now the coach of uh, uh, the Dallas Stars, right? He's talking about, uh, you know, we're putting our faith in the process. Like they, he had a, he had a conversation with some of the older coaches. There's a couple of guys in the league, you know, they're, yeah, you said it. They're veteran. They're veteran guys. They've been around before. It's concerning for them because a young kid could probably shake it off, especially a hockey player. They're in fantastic shape. A lot of these guys that can, you know, swim anywhere, run marathons. They're, they're, in, they're fantastic physical specimens, but you're right. Some of these coaches are concerned, but they said, listen, we love the game and we're going to put this in the hands of the people that are smarter than us. And hopefully it goes down that way. All right, by the way, the Hockey Hall of Fame was this week. Oh, yeah, I got some issues with this. All right, Aginla, Hosa, uh, Doug Wilson, uh, Kevin Kim, Kim St. Pierre got in, and I guess the one that, that seemed to be uh, – he's a great player. I mean, I'm not he is saying, a great player. I'm not saying he's not deserving, but Kevin Lowe got in. He is a great player. And, you know, and that, it's almost like the Football Hall of Fame. All this, you know, uh, championships put you over the top. So he gets in, but I'm telling you the the hockey backlash. You're, I mean, the hockey community. Boy, yeah. are are they raising holy hell that Alexander McGillney's not getting? That's in. my guy, I, I, Alexander McGillney, Brian. You know better than anybody. You have to look at things in you know with through the whole, the, the whole scope. Kevin Lowe was a great player. Was he a Hall of Famer? He also played like everybody. There's seven Oilers from that team that are in the Hockey Hall of Fame. You have Alexander McGillney, who was the first player to defect from USSR at the time, could have died or been killed, comes in there and then has a 72-goal season. Did he take nights off? Yes. But when you look at the numbers and you put everything together, Alex McGilney is an absolute lock for the Hall of Fame. And then you can even use the builder category or the for the risks that he took to get to this point and being elite player. The fact that he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame is ridiculous. A lot of people... In my opinion, like they don't even they don't even care anymore well, because it's political. like an old boys club. Let's call it out for that, what it is. So you're gonna say how political is this? It's oh, it's very is, political. Is you get your because, buddies in there. There's guys who shouldn't be in the hall, and there's guys like Alex McGillney who should be. They should be rolling out the red carpet for this guy. Does it hurt that he's Russian? Yes. Does well, it hurt that he's not buddies with everybody? Yes. Let's it. call it out for what it is. No, it's bingo, true. Bingo. I listen. The, the irony of all of that, and I, I I highly recommend. I don't know even, buddy, if you've seen this thing. Um. I would imagine you could find it on YouTube. The great documentary, uh, and it, it, with with Jerry Mann and Don Luce, mm. when they were in Sweden, and they were they were riding around, moving from uh, hotel to motel, and the KGB was following them, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and 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 they and they got McGillney out of there. I'm working at uh, the TV station in Buffalo, and we're at. I got a tip. I, it was one of the cool things. I think, you know, I don't, I, it's not my life anymore, but it was back, back in the day, I, I used to get, you know, you, know, you got to you know, get the story first. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I, mean, like, I, I, I hate that world now because so do I, all, all, they get it wrong. all these people want to be first and never get it right. Exactly. Right. But anyway, I used to have the guy was, the guy was a great guy and in Buffalo, U.S. Air. Right here now we're yep. talking. Right, U.S. Air was the main airline there. It, it, nothing drove me more nuts. I had to fly to Pittsburgh or, or Philly to go west. You know, it was the yeah. scoop. All right, but but the guy was like one of the main supervisors uh, at U.S. Air. Guy's a good buddy. 
literally, I mean, I would get the call. This coach is coming in. This guy's coming in. This, this, you know, I'd always get kind of have the heads up on when guys were coming in. But we, we got the tip this about this McGillney thing. And we're at the airport. And we're, and we're across the street, and it was like the little private, little private air, uh, the terminal or whatever. And we're across the street shooting through chain link fences. We were like the the one we got the video of, of him coming off the plane uh, when when he when he got to Buffalo. Nobody even knew who this guy was. Exactly, we knew there was this big story going. Well, honestly, the year he and he and LaFontaine. I mean, you think all the stuff that Tamu Solani did. Uh, LaFontaine and McGillney that one year, it, it was it was a freak show. And Andrechuk was on that line, was he not? Uh, Andrechuk, yeah, McGillney, uh, McGillney. He's on that team. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Andrechuk, McGillney, that line. And LaFontaine, that's lethal. But but the crazy thing, bud, I, you nailed it. Yeah, that's I love you. I'm proud of you. Because that's what, you. I, that's what I was saying, though, is, see, he, A, he had a language barrier. He didn't speak a word of English mm-hmm. when he got here. And then he was kind of this gruff guy. And if I'm not mistaken, right? And I, but wasn't there a long stretch? And I think he was one of the guys in the, and especially when he went to Jersey, uh, but when he was in the New York here, the Russian, there's some bad dudes in yeah. New York City, the Russian yeah, mafia. Yes, they're everywhere in the certain and, area in New York City. And, and, there, and right? those players were going through holy hell. Yes. Uh, dealing with those guys. But the fact that he was, uh, you know, the first, he defected and he, he did. He put his life on the line and came and did that. And look at the state of hockey where it is today. And the world's a smaller place. I mean, it's not that it wouldn't have happened eventually, but he was the first one to do it. I mean, there, there, I think that's there, there's the, something yes. to be said for that, too. Yes. That's an automatic Hall of Fame thing. Not only were you an elite player with Hall of Fame numbers, the thing, like, that's the thing. You look at the whole picture. Like, say we're getting Brian, somebody's going, coming to Blessing Stewart Incorporated, and we're looking at the resume. I go, oh, my God, this guy, you know, escaped danger. He's got death threats. Oh, and he put up, the like, the, those numbers. He is the first guy we hire. Uh, Alex McGillney, not only are you an employee, you get, like, managerial status. Come and hang with us. Let's crack a cognac and smoke a cigar. The, the way they're treating this guy, the fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame just proves it's a joke. Uh, it's an old boys club, and uh, and it's very, very. It, it's actually really hurting the fact that they don't have them. And look at guys who came afterwards, Pavel Bure and stuff like that. He you opened remember the, door. the one? Let's, I, get I, let's get. Come on, let's get. Let's get real, people. You know what? By the way, I I'm happy just to say the name because it's been a been a while. God bless Don Cherry. I mean, I miss Don Cherry so much. Um, in terms of just, just the fun and and the you know yeah the goofball stuff he said yeah but. But listen, he was always ahead of his curve and, and, and said, they, they got no touch icing. They got to do this. The thing you watch now, the cat eyes, the goalie has. Yeah. He's been saying for, you know, the last four or five years, some goalie's going to lose an eye with those cat eyes. And how many times you're seeing these eye injuries? And, mm-hmm. you know, these are all things that like Don Cherry was ahead of the curve. Of. But do you remember? And he browbeat the, this Hall of Fame committee forever and a day about getting Pat Burns in. Yeah, exactly. These dogs didn't do it until after he passed away. Exactly. I agree with I and I'm not going to agree with everything that Don Cherry of said, course but not. when it came to, when it came to that, absolutely you're you're absolutely correct. It's insane. Yeah, so you wait for the guy to die before you put him in like I got a, I got a lot of issues with these guys in the Hall of Fame committee. Some of them are like not even they're borderline Hall of Famers. Call it out for what it is. But anyway, um, you know, we we're not stupid, Brian. We figured it out and yeah, it's just 
even Alex McGillney, like I just remember being a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, like just watching him when I've watched him live a, a lot of times. And this guy was just absolutely insane. Like he has memory. I have memories of him. Like when I've seen Gretzky as a kid, when I've seen other superstars as a kid, Ovechkin, Crosby, seen them all live. Like I've seen McGillney live multiple times. So I used to go to a lot of games back then. And this guy was just magic oh. on the ice, just magic. When he wanted to play, he was ooh, unstoppable. Well, I'll tell you, you want a guy, he had more talent in his pinky, uh, and he just he showed up every fifth game. But uh, it was unbelievable. Was was it uh, Kovalev? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, exactly. he was a tank. Yeah, when he wanted to play, you just couldn't stop him. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so we agree on that one. Uh, just just for the fact alone, like when you're risking life and limb to get to play hockey, and then you actually do it very very well. Anyway, that's and I'm glad that people stuck up for it. I think things need to change there, but they won't. All right. So the one thing that would come to pass here, if if it's Edmonton, it's guaranteed that either Vegas or Edmonton would end up being in their home city. If it's Toronto, all right, they then they, the scenarios in play. There are some reports where some of the Golden Knights allegedly were told, "Hey, be prepared. You know, we're we're doing this by the oh, by the way, we're going to be playing at home." But then there was Brooks reported out of New York that the Rangers and the Islanders were going to Vegas. So if if it is Toronto, and then you have they want to get the Canadian city, great. But you'd have that Eastern Conference hub and a Western Conference hub. Do they then ship the West Coast East and the East Coast teams West? Yes. Yes, they do. So I I think uh, if Toronto is chosen, that's what they said from the get-go, Brian. So the Western Conference uh, would play in Toronto. The East would play in Las Vegas. Uh, That that makes total sense for me. Just from an optics point of view, I think that's what they have to do. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, the thing is Edmonton does make sense, but yeah, they don't want to have the two Western things. So when push comes to shove, it's probably going to be Vegas as Toronto, as we predicted, like a long time ago, a lot of things have changed between them, but when everything's said and done, that seems to make the most sense because I know out of like the optics are, they're already bad that they haven't picked the, the hub cities yet. I got to believe, I think Edmonton would be a great Edmonton and Toronto, but they don't want to have two uh, hub cities in Canada. I really don't care if the hub cities are in the United States or Canada. It doesn't matter to me. As I said on shows on my network, I think getting a hockey team in Quebec is a hell, lot, a hell of a lot more important yeah. than a stupid hub city. But anyway, uh, that's a story for another day. I think it's going to be Vegas and Toronto. I just want this announcement soon so we can start moving forward because they're going to have a lot of challenges uh, after naming the hub cities just to make sure that this thing goes down. As I predicted before, Brian, we talked about this. I don't think baseball makes it through. I think they go for a couple weeks and they have no timeline. If something goes wrong, it's over. And I don't want to be in that situation with hockey. I think that's why they're taking a long time to, uh, they're getting their due, you know, they're doing their due diligence and they really want to get it right. By the way, it's the hockey betting podcast. I mean, yeah, let's bet. They're, no, <laughs> no, 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 the problem is we're having a hockey chat today because we, we, we've said no, there's no lines. We when, told when, you who we like. <laughs> well, when, you know, when, when you get to the round robin games, uh, honestly, I'm really of the belief and I don't know what coach, but I think you'd be able to see it. That I don't, I don't think winning the round robin thing means a damn bit of difference. I agree. You know, the only the only thing really you gain. Oh well, yeah. Well, maybe you avoid. You know, the, the, who knows who wins the? You know, the teams coming up that shouldn't even be in the playoffs could be the hot team and be the nightmare you don't want to play anyway. But I think the the teams have the luxury in the round robin. 
to roll four lines, but there's going to be some, you know, some coach, meaningful game. We got to win this and shorten his bench. I'm like, well, that's stupid. You should work on everything to be ready for the games that really matter. And then I, I believe, I think the round robin games, uh, you know, could be higher scoring games. Uh, so, you know, when we get to that point, and then, you know, we'll dive into these, the play in series when we know the location and we know a little bit more. Uh, the training camp date, I bet you they, they may even move that back a couple of days. The one real positive thing, Cam, was that the uh, lightning thing happened on Friday and they closed the facilities. Well, they reopened the fil- uh, facilities uh, yesterday. So, I mean, literally the facility was closed six days, five, six days. Yeah, so, that, uh, yeah that's good news. They got uh, things all cleaned up. They're ready to rock. And, yeah, I, I'm with you, Brian. It's going to be really interesting. And you saw the story with Kerry Price. He said he still has a lot of questions uh, who, th- that need answers. And one thing about him all the people that are thinking about Montreal, this guy might not even go. He's having a kid, so there's a lot of decisions it, that have bud. to be made. What? Oh boy, that's listen. That is the it's the 800 pound gorilla in the room. <laughs> well, yeah, good, uh, sound effects, little monkey. Sound that's effects. While I'm doing this, I, the, <laughs> yep. There are gonna be guys. See the player. The players have a say in the hub cities. By the way, right? <laughs> yeah, They're voting yeah. on this. I mean, okay, they, they, do they, you know, for whatever reason, if the guy's saying, ah, I don't want to go to Edmonton. I mean, it's, it's yeah. probably part and parcel part of it. Now you got Panarin yapping out. I you know. This one? He's saying, I ain't showing up. He's, they got to come up with a, with a CBA. He says, this escrow thing, we shouldn't even show up to do this unless we get a labor agreement because they're going to rip our heads off our shoulders with escrow. You're going to mm-hmm. have guys, a guy like Panarin, who, by the way, is a pretty vocal guy his entire career. Yeah. Right? I want out of here. I want out of here. Uh, you know, but you're going to have some of these guys are going to say, nope, ain't worth it, uh, the financial aspect of it. And you're going to have some guys like a Domi, you know, who's got the diabetes. Um, would you believe yeah. you can't say a, a, a word, right? No. But it would be very curious to see how many of these guys say, yeah, thanks, I ain't doing it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the basketball players, a lot of them have already come out and said it's not happening. Uh, Cully Stein, uh, he's, he's, his wife's having a kid and that's the thing with Carey Price and the baby, that's a whole different scenario. And you bring up some really good economic points, Brian. That's the th- like, the, that's, we haven't even heard this side of the argument yet because we don't even know where we're going to be playing, but yeah, there's a lot to take in buddy. And I just pray that things go through and we can bet on this stuff every day and have a lot of fun because once they do play, you saw the story, triple headers, it's going to be like, I don't even know what we're going to do. Our heads are going to be spinning. There's going to be so much hockey going on. It's going to rock. You know, buddy, through all this time, you, you just, you're the things you think of and, you know, life questions. And it's it, it just come to come to mind for me that what do you think the toughest job in the world is in our in our new existence? I think I know what it is. Don't you think it wouldn't it be really hard being a security guard in a bank today? That's a good point, Brian. <laughs> I'm like, hi, sir. Welcome. You know, or, or even like a gas bar attendant or something. Like, I got to be honest with you. I thought about robbing a gas station when the Seahawks lost that Super Bowl to Pittsburgh. I don't know how many people are sitting around right now thinking, God, I really could use some cash. Or, you know, you know, you're absolutely well, right. Well, so I'd be very, very scared. And then, and then the, their protocol would be so different. It would, it would, it would be. Right. It wouldn't be, uh, you know, especially if you're in a like a, an open carry state or whatever, you know. So literally when they come in at the bank, the guy, they're taking you know the thing at your forehead, taking your temperature, and then they're frisking you to see if you have a note on you. 
to give me all your money. I went in. I had to get dental. Like, I haven't gone to a dentist in five years. I went yesterday. They, oh, brought yeah. out that, they brought out that temperature gun. And first of all, I can't go in first, right? They have me in a little hub with the sun just blazing through the wind. I'm just, Brian, I had, like, sweat stains in my pits, my stomach. Like, I was just sweating right through my shirt. I am dying. She whips out the gun. <laughs> I start sweating more. But I was like, oh, yeah, did, thank did you. Did she have the, did the, dentist- the shower, too? I was like, I was like 94 or whatever. Like, oh, thank you. It's got to be 101 or like 100.7. Well, you know my buddy, my best friend in the world's a dentist, right? My, but I'm, dude, are they all wearing the welder's mask? Oh yeah, oh no, I went in there like they weren't screwing around. Yeah, they had the they had the protective shield. They were using my buddy. I felt like they were mining for gold with my teeth. I haven't gone in in like six years. Like it was, it was absolutely. I was, the guy was, and the thing is, I got a long tongue. The water's like choking down my throat, and then I go for an X-ray, and the thing goes around your head. I was just like, get me the hell out of here, but. I got through it, buddy. How, how accurate that. can you be from six feet away with the dentist <laughs> drill? I mean, yeah, I yeah. Hey, you, you, you have a beautiful, you have a beautiful new molar on the bottom left. Come back in two weeks, and I'll try to hit the one I was next to it that I was aiming at. Yeah, Brian, I'm hurting. Like my mouth's killing. I told you about my back. I fell in the shower. I'm just a piece. I'm just like barely hanging on by a thread. But anyway, buddy, we're getting through this stuff, and uh, we just keep on grinding because that's what we do. All right, kid. Just to just to you know get my buddy Cam have my back. It's it's a story for another day. But go, Sun King. Sun <laughs> King. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, buddy, I just tell you, I'm looking at a couple of guys on the leaderboard going, uh, I'm, I'm actually, you know what? I've got my two, Brian. I'm a team player. You can have yours this week. I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for you. All right. 320 to one. Oh, God. I wish <laughs> two, two, two shots off the pace. Anyway, That's unreal. But I can't wait for the hockey to come back. We start yapping about the series and the games. We can actually uh, start talking more about betting, the series, the futures, all that stuff. That would be fantastic. And it's going to be the, uh, the last thing. We'll wrap it up with this. But yep. the other stuff we're going to be watching, like I said, the draft lotteries tonight. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the NHL draft, by the way, it, it's so different than uh, the NFL draft. You know, you know, you know, some of these guys being taken. You know, a couple of guys, but yeah, after a few, you're like, like oh, geez, you know, yeah. and the sixth pick. Oh, yeah, that kid from Minsk. He's really good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> FC Moto. Yeah. The kid from uh, Switzerland. Uh, HC. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but anyway, yeah. I was watching highlights of a couple of kids the other night. I'm sitting there going, get a life. <laughs> this this kid. Yeah, like, seriously, talk to, your, talk to your wife and family, Brian. Seriously. Well, get a life. Well, no. Well, no it, it, it literally what happened was keep watching the news and, you know, yeah, bite yeah, your fingernails. Uh, you know, coil up in the fetal position, suck in your thumb under the coffee table, or go out and watch the potential ninth-round pick of the draft's highlights. <laughs> so I'm watching this kid, Rossi, the center. Uh, he's like the projected ninth pick. Looks like a good player to me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. Unbelievable. I prefer to watch that over the news, too, Brian. That's I hear good, you. Good choice. Friend. All right. I love you. It's, Love you too, buddy. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week, and now uh, we'll we'll have a little draft lottery nonsense we can yap about, the Lafreniere kid, but to uh, see who wins the draft lottery. And uh, I, by then, we'll have the hub thing, one, one would sincerely hope. And as the thing, the thing when this thing starts up, Cam, we're going to have a rock and roll time, right? Every night. That's what I'm hey, saying. Right hey, tomorrow, right? we got these three. 
people don't, yeah, people don't know. Like right now, like we have nothing, but when it stops, it's almost going to be great. Like it's going to be too much. It's going to ding, 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 ding. You talk about ADD, Brian, that's the thing. Like it's not slowly going to come back. It's going to come back gangbusters. So it's going to rock for all you people that like, like Brian and I like to bet on everything. Sides, totals, the buffet of sports gambling and hockey. We got you covered. All right. The, the, I, I swear this is it. But, but when I, you know, but I mean, seriously, when, yes. when this stuff starts, I think, I think it's a, it, it's not that insane a format that how you do this. And I think you just rotate it uh, two and one, one day, uh, all day, but I think three games a day, bare minimum. Yep. I think stagger them out. And I think you play a round Robin game. Uh, let's say at, uh, you know, noon Eastern, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, one o'clock, something Eastern. And then you have a playoff game at, you know, uh, of three three thirty or four. How about how about noon three thirty seven ten thirty? Yeah. Well, play three a day. I think. I, I, I think you could even do four, but we'll go with your plan. Yeah, well, but I, well, the, no, because the why it has to be three, I believe, bud, is you can play a round robin game in the morning. Yes, and at night, then the the bridge game is elsewhere at the other hub city, uh, or if they have a second rink. But but then but the other playoff game is in the same rink as the as the round robin game, which are regular season rules in the morning. You can't. It's not fair. You can't have any guys sitting there going, "Okay, we're playing after that game." But if that game goes to double or triple overtime, and then those guys got to kick exactly. a soccer ball in a hallway for two hours waiting. Yeah, the- that's so, a good point. Yeah, so no, that's exactly a round true. robin game at, at one location. Later that night, a playoff game. Other location, an afternoon playoff game. Merry Christmas. Three day, three games a day. Get on with your lives, and let's see if we can't get this thing done by the Winter Classic. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing, and if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey, and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. 
And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.